0: Guys, remember to subscribe to 30 Flirty and Flying wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I knew it. Another heard at media production. So Malia, um, where are you right now? I am
0: currently in Denver, Colorado at Amanda's house, actually.
1: Mm, keeping yeah. it in the fam. Mm
0: hmm. <laughs> And you are in your second home.
1: <laughs> in a shocking turn of events. I am still in Tulum, yes. So still, yeah, we're in opposite places. You're in the snow and I am in the sunshine.
0: Yeah, and like right on par with what we're talking about. Of course, we're traveling. Yes.
1: <laughs> and, I do- um, hey guys, I'm Malia- so sorry.
0: I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Um, hey, Katie, can you turn the mic like a little bit straighter, like towards you? So you're talking like directly into it instead of, um, yeah, like turn it at an angle. Like tell is this little flatter
1: uh got you something yeah like so you're that? talking
0: yeah and then scoot a little bit closer because it's kind of getting echoey okay Pat, can you there put, you put go. a filter on my face <laughs> <laughs> i can try sure i can do something afterwards yeah i'll put like a cat thingy on you okay, okay perfect <laughs> okay okay so i think first off we should explain because people like right now i still get comments like are you not working? Are you whatever? Like so Katie and I are on leave at the moment, which means yes. we're still employed. Yes. We just have downtime, which is shocking, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So we we're employed on a on a like full contract, a permanent contract. And that can be up to our decision to leave that or if you get fired. But yeah, no. So we are actually on what we call rotation. Um, so it's a really common thing in the industry right now for people to be on rotation so right now we do two months on two months off um and a lot of boats are going to more towards that way really um just because obviously from what you guys see on the show and you know if you follow all these yachties on instagram like we work our goddamn asses off uh for yeah. stupid amount of hours for months on end so it only makes sense and it's more appealing like you want to join a boat that sort of offers us so that's basically what we're doing right now we're on our rotation we're on our downtime. Woohoo! Yay! And of course
0: <laughs> during our downtime we're traveling I hit the <laughs> snow uh I wanted to get
1: a ski trip in Katie hit the beach obviously. <laughs> yes I'm in my second home to loom I know I come back here often but I just when you've been traveling for as long as I have, when you find a place that just kind of feels like home, it's a lot closer than home. Um, And obviously since the pandemic, you know, for a very long time, for two years, I could not actually get back to New Zealand. So Hmm. I kind of made Mexico my home and now it's sort of stuck and I have a lot of friends here and I I love it. I mean, it's not a bad second home it's not a bad second home (laughs) um
0: okay so those are places that we're familiar with but today's episode we are going to talk about the places we've been whether it was in yachting or not i think for both of us we weren't in yachting uh and anyway the biggest culture shock that we've had yeah places that we've gone far afield
1: yeah, like obviously, you know, it's such a beautiful thing to be able to travel and for myself, I know Malia and I'm sure a lot of other people in our shoes, uh, going to different cultures, like it's what really humbles me, like it really, mm. it's like education, it's learning, like I love it, it's something that really like is food for my soul, I'm addicted to it, um, that's why I travel so much, like I do Feel like you become a better person just understanding, you know, different cultures and different parts of the world and respecting these cultures. Um, so, me, and Malia decided to talk about, I guess, yeah, the ones or well, the one place we've went where it was just like so far-fetched to our normal. Um, so, Malia, where was that for you? Okay, so mine and I would
0: say for like a lot of Americans, leaving the United States is a big deal, right? Um, but I've been traveling since I was young. My mom mm-hmm. was a flight attendant. My family always traveled. I went on my first like solo trip when I was like 16. Wow. Um. But the place that I went that had the biggest culture shock, and this is after I've been all through Southeast Asia, like I'd been backpacking for months on my own and with friends. And then my brother was like, <laughs> come to Micronesia and <laughs> I was like Micronesia what am I where is there? that yes. that? some people so, might
1: not actually know where that is that's a good point so, <laughs> so
0: Micronesia is one of the four federated states or well Chuuk, where I went is one of four micro uh sorry this is really confusing so Chuk is one of the four Federated States of Micronesia, and that's where I was going. So I was going to the Chuuk Lagoon. Sometimes you hear it referred to as the Truk or Truk Lagoon, um, and it's a huge scuba diving mecca. Amazing. What it's not <laughs> is very developed. Right. And my brother at the time, my oldest brother Chris, was working for a non-profit organization, and they were building like water catchment systems for the island. Um, and it had just been hit by a storm and infrastructure was like really not developed. So I really had no idea what I was going into and then, yeah, it ended up being a big shock. So, I mean, I'll get into that, but so yeah, I'm going to be talking about Micronesia.
1: Katie, I'm going to be talking about, um, so this is actually really random how this trip came about, I wasn't yachting at the time, me and my boyfriend, um, who I was with for a while, whenever we had leave together, the one condition that he had is that we always had to go somewhere with surf. So we were going to go to Sri Lanka and we were planning (laughs) a trip around Sri Lanka. And then when I started doing research, I kind of realized how close India and Sri Lanka were. Um, And, you know, one of my dreams is to do all the seven wonders of the world being, the Taj Mahal is in India. Um, So I kind of said to my boyfriend, I was like, let's just stop in India for like four or five days, go out, see the Taj Mahal and continue on to Sri Lanka. And he was like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, And then we sort of like, the more people we started talking to, they're like, well, if you're going to India, you have to go here. You have to do this. You have to do this. So we ended up, I think, spending three weeks there. I do not remember, but wow, like it's, It was just the most opposite place I've ever been in the world. It's just the way to describe India is it's like this colorful, chaotic, Mm. like it's just constant, the noise, the people, but it's so weird and beautiful and crazy. Um, But it was just, yeah, I saw a lot of things there that um, have really stuck with me. And I really cherished it actually. Like at the time – Like, people think these places are like going on holiday. Like, I always say to people, there's a difference to a vacation or a holiday where you know you go to the Maldives or you go to Hawaii and you're drinking your pina colada on the sun lounger. Like, that's a holiday. When you go to places like Micronesia uh, or India or Sri Lanka, um, you're exploring, like you're there to see the culture, see the world, see what this country has to offer, go see the architecture, learn about the history, learn about the religions. Um, and yeah, that's exactly like an what, immersive experience, Rather, It than really just like is. And like, I always found like in yachting, you know, you kind of get caught up in this world that we live in, you know, working for the top 1%, going to all these beautiful places that we're very fortunate, but, it kind of can take away from you a little bit. You kind of like end up living in this bubble, which isn't real because it's not actually our life. Like we're not actually living life like that. We're just fortunate enough to be sort of brought on for the ride. So it was always important to me to sort of like bring myself back down to, to the, to gravity, to the world and be like, okay, like humbleize yourself and, you know, go and see places like this and really educate yourself on, you know, I guess the struggles in other countries in the world. And that was, definitely something um yeah i came across in india it was it was a lot it was yeah i think
0: people always ask us you know like oh what's your favorite place that you've been and
1: mm-hmm.
0: i always ask well in yachting or <laughs> yeah in yachting yeah. because there's a huge difference like there's these beautiful places that our boats go and don't get me wrong it's amazing to get to experience them but like you're saying there's also a huge difference between you know, showing up on a super yacht or like backpacking out of a backpack and living by your own means, which is (laughs) far different.
1: Very different.
0: Um, Yeah, I guess. Okay. So for me, Micronesia, I went because my brother was there, which was lucky because I wasn't by myself. Um, but I think talking about going to these places, like, I had really no idea what to expect and I was bleach blonde at the time. <laughs> and it's I, kind I was of the in... best
1: way to be fair. But... Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I was in, I was actually ending my backpacking trip in Asia. So I was in Malaysia and my brother was like, okay, near Malaysia, just, you know, hop on some over flights. here. And he was looking, he, he was like, oh, and by the way, you need to dye your hair before you come out here. And I was like, what? Because I was bleach blonde, Mm. you know, and he was like, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just be safer if you had brown hair, like if you weren't just bleach blonde, young female. Yeah. He's like, just do me a favor, dye your hair, make it easier and safer. And I was like, okay. So then I was like, well, where am I going? Maybe I should start looking these things up. And I think for a lot of women in particular, like places like India, and apparently Micronesia, um, we do have to look up certain things, you know? So at the time there was, uh, you know, I, I when I'm traveling, I like to go to the government, like websites and read about the place and what like advisories or warnings are in place. I don't know if you do that, but I, I and mm. just so travelers know, you can sign up. So if, like, if you're an American, you can sign up to get, these
1: advisories sent to your phone so like for example like live updates of sort of stuff going on that could affect you basically while you're in this country
0: yeah and it's helped me so much while I've been Mm. traveling like when I was in Asia they'll let you know like oh there were riots here or yeah you know there was a flood in this part whatever Mm. and they'll just give you constant updates so you have an idea and then where to go so they'll give you like embassy information and yeah you know, where you can check in as an American citizen. So anyways, I was looking up the advisories for Micronesia. And at the time, <laughs> like,
1: where am I going? <laughs>
0: yeah. And it was like women, um, specifically women traveling alone. You know, you may be subject to some form of harassment. Sexual assaults yeah. do occur like these mm-hmm. things. I mean, obviously this can happen anywhere, but it's just good yeah, to know. I had a
1: similar experience in India. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then the interesting one was like, avoid traveling alone or after dark. <laughs> I was like, well, Good. <laughs> interesting because I'm going to go there alone, but luckily, you know, meet up with my brother. But my brother yeah. was like, yeah, you're not. He's like, when you get here, you will stay at the like one compound that they had. Yeah. You don't go out after dark. You're basically here to scuba dive and hang out with me. And mm-hmm. that's that. You don't yeah. go out after dark, you're not going to bars. Well, there weren't bars, but yeah. Wow.
1: Interesting. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey?
0: <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble, with exciting features
1: to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer.
0: Find a location near you at
1: bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is. And, you know, I had a similar experience when I was in India And I think, you know, for people like us, we're well travelled or even like our countries, we have all people from all around the world, you know. So we're kinda used to how people look, people's images from different parts of the world. So it's not like uncommon for us to walk down the street and be like, oh, like that's different. It's like, oh, they're from wherever, you know. When I was in India, I had lighter hair at the time and I have really like hazel green, the very bizarre eyes and they can really stand out and I was in a car and we were driving out of Delhi, I think. We're actually driving to Arca, if I remember correctly. I think that's where the Taj Mahal is. And we had people on scooters chasing me, like knocking on the door. And my boyfriend had to put like a sarong over my head because they just wouldn't leave us alone. They were just like staring at us and stuff because I did look very different. Um, and I've actually had a similar thing in Morocco as well. So, I mean, yeah, for women, you do – Have to be careful. I would always suggest never traveling alone in some of these countries just because it is a shock for them. It's not necessarily saying it's a bad country, it's just we they we obviously look like we don't belong there so if people are going to target us you are a prime target at that point because they're like okay well she's not a local she's not from this country she doesn't speak the language she doesn't know what's going on if anything happens you know um and saying that there are a lot of places in the world I would travel alone and we can get to that um in further episodes but yeah no it's it's a lot and I think for them we're experiencing a culture shock but then on their end they're also experiencing a culture shock by seeing somebody like us or you know just that looks so out of their normal especially if you're going to a place that not a lot of people go to and like when we're in India, like, okay, we flew into Delhi and Delhi was crazy and chaotic and there's just so much going on, but I didn't notice it as much there because obviously it's like a tourism hub. It's like one of the big airports is where you fly into. Um, and then the further you got out of Delhi. So we had this driver for the whole time we were there and, you, we would drive for like seven hours a day into like the middle of nowhere, you know. Like, we literally oh, wow. the roads were not roads, they were potholes. So, we're like in the back of this car, like our heads going like those bobby, yeah. you know, those things that people put. Like, that's what it, it was actually super uncomfortable for hours on end because we were only there for such a short time and we wanted to achieve so much. So, we went to like all these amazing places. But yeah, the further we got out of Delhi is like when. I really had the culture shock, you know, and just, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. But in saying that, I think, like, on a whole, it's probably one of the most beautiful places I've been in terms of, like, okay, it is a poorer country, but they have so many different religions, right? Like, I remember there was this one street in Delhi, and there was like a Buddhist temple, there was a mosque, there was a Catholic church, there was like, you know, a Hindu temple, like all in a row, like all these places of worship or whatever religion you were into. And the respect for each religion, like everyone's just coming in and out of these places all on the same road. And there's no animosity, like no one cared, no one. There wasn't like any trouble where I feel like in other parts of the world, there probably would be, or would be a lot more segregated. So like, that yeah. was one of the most powerful things I took away from India where people just really respected. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are, what your faith is, who you worship or how you worship. You you go to whatever you want to do and you do you. And it was, yeah, it was something I really remembered. I'm like, wow, this is fucking insane. Like the rest of the world <laughs> needs to be up on this shit. Like why? Yeah, you that's know, true. It's, it was, it was amazing. It was super amazing. So like, yeah, I feel like you go through these highs and lows and these like crazy countries that, you know, are so far from your normal.
0: Yeah. I think, so I wanted to back, when I was in Asia, we wanted to go to India. We wanted to fly to India and continue backpacking. But at the time they were saying, you know, it's not great for female travelers alone. Right right which i think for india is still yeah look i mean i a bit of a you know there is a bit of a culture there i don't i don't know i haven't done it i don't know that i would india's even for me someone who's traveled a lot india's the place that i probably wouldn't go as a female alone, I have friends no. who have done it and they've been, I fine. wouldn't,
1: yeah, but it does it. I think it does in make India, me... if you're going to places like Goa, so Goa is like at the bottom of India, it's on the coast, so it's waterfront. Um, that's a big travel hub as well, it's a big yoga hub. Um, so I think if you're going straight to somebody like that where you have the chance to really meet a lot of Western people, because they ha- it's a big party place as well, Goa, so that's kind of you know, I'm not saying this is the safest thing to do, but I'm saying if you were going to do India, that's how I would do it if I was planning to do it alone. I don't yeah. know if I would. Um, India is or... such a big
0: place. Like you're saying, it's not fair to like categorize it. Yeah, for one. sure. And
1: no, I would never. Like, I, I it was like one of the most amazing experiences of my life. Um, and I think
0: like what we're saying, like the style of travel is also very important to note yeah. because like if you're backpacking and you're staying really cheap like when I went to Asia I was by you know I was backpacking I was going super cheap staying in like the dirtiest hostels so like those it that makes a huge difference like versus like let's say you're older and you're traveling by yourself and you're staying in a resort or like a gated area like there's so many different styles of traveling so we have to it's also funny
1: though like i always say to people like the amount of times like you know we did this in india a lot actually because we weren't we knew where we wanted to go so like one of my biggest places i wanted to go to rishikesh i am a massive yogi if anyone that's a yogi knows Mm -hmm. rishikesh is the hub where yoga was first originated from so obviously yoga all the terminology is in sanskrit which is hindu which is from india right so that was really important to me. And then I also wanted to go to Dharamshala, which is almost on the back of Nepal, uh, or like the Himalayas, um, where the Dalai Lama's temple is. Mm. Um, but to get there, again, it was days of travel in between. So we were trying to cram like all oh, this stuff. But like, yeah, we would travel for days just to get to the, because you couldn't just fly to these places. Um and some of the accommodations so we would just, you know, book it like the day before and like, you're like, oh, that's a four star that looks good. And you walk in and you're like, I cannot sleep here. Like, <laughs> but it kind of, that's what makes traveling is once you be able to like experience those experiences and just have to get to a point where you're like, okay, well fuck it. Like I've got to somewhere to wash my, like have a shower and put my head down. Like it's good. I think It sucks at the times, time, but. I think some of the times I felt the most unsafe during
0: traveling are actually like taxis like I've been in taxis in foreign countries and I'm like hmm it's like really late at night I'm in the back of a taxi by myself in a country like in like (laughs) you know wherever and I'm like hmm this could go one of two ways (laughs) I know I know but uh so yeah so I guess like for me in Micronesia uh one of the biggest like eye-opening moments was one of the in Micronesia when you get there well so first of all flying into Micronesia there's just like this little hut like it's not an it's not an airport (laughs) they just have like a hut and like someone there with like a a, like a clipboard there's no like jet bridge there's nothing you just like walk off the plane (laughs) there's like gravel and you just get to this hut and they're like Look at the clipboard, look at you, and they're like, oh, yeah, you can come in. <laughs> and, you know, it's just why. And, like, the culture there is just wild because it's not like something I'd experienced before. It's still very
1: untouched um, and raw, probably.
0: Yeah, very raw and very, like, kind of tribal in a sense. It's still mm. like an island nation. And, um, yeah, I just remember my brother was like, "Right, get in the truck." There, like we had like security guards, and then you know we get to this like hotel, and around the island is this reef and these um, shipwrecks that bring divers from all over the world. But usually, people that
1: go there they go on a liveaboard. They don't actually oh, wow. stay on the island. So yeah. the island's My, my dad's ready. actually done one of those in Papua New Guinea. And yeah, okay. Papua, so, New Guinea so Papua New, New Guinea is very similar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, it's very, it's very near to Papua New Guinea.
1: Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So the infrastructure on land is just nowhere. It's not ready for big tourism yet, you know? Yeah. But one of the funniest parts was um, there's these signs and also like the warnings that you get are for unexploded ordnance. Meaning like <laughs> there could be a bomb in the hills or underwater that has not been. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's yeah. definitely not what you want to see. I want to see the signs like margaritas <laughs> over here, two yeah. for one happy hour. You know, those are the signs I want.
0: Yeah, which I also experienced this in Vietnam as well. There's mm-hmm. these signs that are like, you know, be careful if you're going hiking like off the beaten like path or you're yeah. taking an atv tour and you go somewhere or like it says just like don't touch things that don't look familiar because oh, it could wow. be yeah which is crazy i was like okay that's A not your normal probably travel get curious with that as well <laughs> yeah I was just like you know no. so obviously i went scuba diving there and the diving for all the divers that are listening the diving there is absolutely phenomenal you dive the whole it's called the ghost fleet of Truk lagoon And it's all kinda like that. Yeah, it's all the World War II shipwrecks. So you have like these massive ships and tanks and there's like torpedoes and gas masks. Like it's crazy. And it's so cool. It's actually deemed a Japanese war memorial because of how many people died. And there's actually a part of the dive that you go through the ship and there's
1: a skull like in the how side of the cool ship how cool that you got to experience that though yeah see guys like i know we're kind of saying bad things but there's so much beauty <laughs> in this world like it's worth it is what i'm saying it's crazy <laughs> and like things that we wouldn't deem normal and other people do like it's just like when i was in rishikesh in india and for people that don't know Cows in India are considered very sacred, so mm. in New Zealand, we would call that tapu that 's like very sacred like ancestral like worship material, you know, so like you 'll be driving down the main road and like in Delhi and there 's like cars like everywhere, and there 'll just be cows standing on the road, and the cars are just like going around them um, and so when I was in Rishikesh, I was walking back from a yoga class and I stood in cow shit and then obviously our first thought is like fuck like you know and then this lady comes up to me and goes you've been blessed you've been blessed you've been blessed like you're the chosen one and I was like okay you know what I'm gonna go with this because it's better than just being like shit I stuck in cow shit I was like okay I'll take that and uh there's a lot of like beauty and like things like that things that we we can be like oh no but then other people like no like there's actually a really nice like meaning behind it or something like that so um
0: I think to, like, your point, too, I think for people that are wanting to go further afield and not go to, like, the normal travel destinations, it is just important to know kind of, like, what culture you are stepping into and be sensitive to that. Yeah. Yeah. Respect it. Don't be, like, especially Americans. Like, come on. Don't be the (sighs) dumb American. Like...
1: Yeah, it's Don't expect
0: everyone to speak English.
1: (laughs) No, but there's, there's so much to learn as well in these cultures. So like when I, when we went up to Dharamshala and we went to the Dalai Lama's temple. So I don't know if a lot of people know about the Tibetan war. Like I didn't actually know a lot about it until I was in Dharamshala and I was in the Dalai Lama's temple and, you know, there's monks and they're worshiping. And it was probably one of the most incredible moments of my life um and then i learned so much about the tibet culture and what happened when the chinese invaded and it's really sad but it was so powerful so india had actually gifted the Dalai Lama and people from Tibet, the land of Dharamshala. So like it's mainly people from Tibet or monks now, um, that live there because, you know, they've been kicked out of their own country. Um, so there's so, there's so much like history in this world that we don't even know. Like, I didn't even know about half of that. And it's just, it's really cool to open your eyes to that and see what, other cultures have been through and you know just consider yourself like super fucking lucky like we are lucky (laughs) i love like you're saying like i love when i'm traveling to these places i love
0: hearing history from their perspective
1: i think especially that out in
0: vietnam because as americans obviously we get our history of vietnam but then you get the vietnamese perspective on it and it's just yeah that was that was a shock
1: Yeah, I think Mm. it's, and it it just, that's what I'm saying, it makes you richer as a person. Like, I know a lot of people think wealth is financial, but for me, I think wealth and richness comes from these experiences and understanding like all this sort of stuff and being there to hear it from the people's mouth or being there to see it in the country that it's happened is just it's just something you like you cannot take for granted and it's definitely I think like one of my favorite things about being fortunate enough to really I guess push my limits and go to these these places off the grid
0: (laughs) yeah like don't get me wrong I love like a relaxing vacation but (laughs) I I think that a huge part of who I am is from like Backpacking and experiencing different 100%. cultures, hundred percent, and I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Like if we have younger listeners or like anyone at any age, just any like age, it does bag. not matter.
1: If you've wanted no to go, it. honestly, go on mm. Skyscanner. You can literally. I went to Poland this way. I was in Amsterdam, I think, and you can type in your current place. I so say Amsterdam, and then you can go search anywhere, and it'll come up with the cheapest flight. So you could literally be like, okay, I can flying find Morocco for $50. Like, it's actually crazy. But if you have the time to do it, I recommend doing it. Just do it.
0: Yeah, do it. Pick a place, India, Micronesia. I mean, if you're going to Micronesia, I hope you're a scuba diver because if you're not, there's I, you know, there's not you're really You're not going to do anything. <laughs> there's nothing else there, really. Um, I mean, the the island itself is absolutely stunning and beautiful, but it's not built up. They don't have infrastructure. There's not like, there's not like shopping malls and beaches and things like that. Yeah. It's just an underwater paradise. Jacques Cousteau actually went there in, yeah, he went there and that's why it's become like such a big diving mecca. So thanks to jacques Cousteau. So. that's why and it's i'd say these are more like adventure places When you
1: say, yeah definitely adventure you've got to have the adventure spirit again like i said there's such a difference between a vacation and travel like yeah. traveling um traveling to to just explore new cultures is very different to just being like i want to go drink champagne in the south of france <laughs> like which no. is also nice but. that's very nice and I do like to do that but uh feed your soul man get out there and and learn about the world like that's yeah. why we're fortunate enough to travel in this day and age that's why it is a lot easier and you know and thanks to social media i know we slated a lot but it really that's <laughs> i see so many places i'm like i have to go there like yeah it's ridiculous
0: yeah i still have such a huge list um And I would say, like, for people that are listening that are thinking about uh, going to these places, so I highly recommend, you know, get yourself a good backpack. They are dependent on height, like, (laughs) so for me, a little shorty. Um, (laughs) Midget. Yeah, like, so if you're going to backpack, get yourself fitted with, like, a really nice backpack. Do sign up for, like, the government... um, like warnings and yeah. you know enroll really in the embassy point. know mm-hmm. where the embassy is just god forbid like something does happen
1: and it's good for visas and stuff too. a lot of countries yep. depending where you're from obviously like you need a tourist visa to enter and you yeah, know they all can these help like, you other with all things. that yeah uh i
0: highly recommend traveling with like a travel insurance like i like a health like i do dan because i'm a scuba diver so like if i have a diving incident or an accident they can like they'll pay to have me airlifted or like into a hyperbaric chamber if I need to, which is super important. That sounds really good. Yeah. (laughs) And then also like just before you go, make sure all your like vaccines and medical, like because some of these places that you're traveling might require different, Mm -hmm. you know, I know when I went to Asia, like dengue fever was quite rampant. (laughs) So, you know, just make sure you're prepared, but don't be scared. Like these places are, it's amazing. meant to take
1: you out of your comfort yeah. zone like it is meant to to teach you and let it teach you like yeah like it's like being at school you know you can sit down you can study a place but when you do the practical so when you're there it, you learn so much more you absorb yeah. so much more because it's right in front of your eyes and no one like no one can ever take what i've seen away from me and
0: go with yeah. an open mind go for sure. be, respectful.
1: be respectful be respectful and yeah
0: and go yeah. with an open mind.
1: <laughs> and live your and best be life.
0: <laughs> like just, you know, these, like we like to think like, oh, like I'm from America, like this is super safe, but bad shit and bad people are everywhere. everywhere. And I'm it from one it, of the safest yeah.
1: countries in the world and we still have bad shit happen. So yeah. like don't, don't be fooled. Don't let that
0: stop you. Like, be
1: smart. Be, obviously don't be an idiot. Be street smart, but yeah, do it. Get Do out it out there. <laughs> if anyone is listening. your sign, this is officially your
0: sign. Yeah. So I think we should like tell people to let us know if they've if this has encouraged them to go somewhere.
1: Yes. Mm. And if like and where and why. Like I would love to hear that.
0: Or share their far field stories. I'd love to hear it. Like, especially for women, so that we can get other women, you know, comfortable and wanting yeah. to go these
1: places. It's awesome. Yay! Guys, remember to subscribe to 30, Flirty and Flying wherever you get your podcasts.